It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, were prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli. I guess. Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere playing at luckylandslots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Those chosen few rewrite. History just to make you smile. That is how I'll measure my success. Having you is what I. Report coronavirus updates. President Trump said late last night he will sign an executive order temporarily suspending immigration to the U.S. as the nation battles the pandemic's health effects. In the midst of a retweet storm about the Russia investigation, President Trump writing this in light of the attack from the invisible enemy, as well as the need to protect the jobs of our great American citizens, I will be signing an executive order to temporarily suspend immigration into the United States. It's unclear what suddenly prompted the full halt on immigration. The White House issued no statement. House Speaker Nancy Pelosi says negotiations continue on the next coronavirus relief package, but wants to see more COVID-19 testing. Unless we can test, we do not know the size of the challenge that we face. Unless we test, we cannot contact trace. Unless we test, we then cannot isolate for the period of time that will make the difference. I'm John Trout. You're listening to the Inland Talk Express, 1050 AM and 106.5 FM, KCAA Loma Linda.
Come ride the little train that is rolling down the tracks to the junction. You're on board the Classic Country Express. KCAA Loma Linda. Our country. KCAA Overnight. And I'm Todd Brinker. And we are on the brink, the morning show on KCAA AM 1050 FM 106.5 and FM 102.3. So glad to have you with us on this beautiful Tuesday morning. And I don't know about you, but my allergies just kicked it up a notch. (laughs) You know, it hasn't hit me this morning, but I find in the evenings, for whatever reason, there must be some evening blossoming flowers or something. Uh, 
in the evenings or, or late afternoons, I will suddenly get hit and just start sneezing. The nose runs, the, the eyes water, I get itchy. It's just, and it's, it's a miserable, you know, 20 minutes to an hour as it hits me and my body sort of adjusts to it. So I've started taking Benadryl at night and because mm-hmm. Benadryl works really well, but it yeah. makes me so sleepy. And so I wake up a little a little hungover. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. They actually sell it as a sleep aid they, as well yes. as uh, antihistamine. Yes. Well, and as a matter of fact, I take it as the sleep aid. I mean, I take it's a sleep aid that dose. Way. It is cheaper. It's it's amazing that they price the same, same uh, medication differently depending on your use. And if you buy it as a sleep aid, it's relatively cheaper than it is if you buy it as an antihistamine. Go figure. Yeah. <laughs> and me being a tight wadded heart, <laughs> I buy it as sleep aid. <laughs> Spend no more money than you must. Than you must. So uh, how you doing this morning, Todd? Doing okay. Doing all right. Got past the uh, the sneezing and the itching and the runny nose and the it, you know watery eyes. It's supposed to be hot, 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 hot by the end of the week. I know I talked about that yesterday. You know, so yet mm-hmm. I <clears throat> I like to open up the house in the spring. I've talked about that, and um, uh, so that we get nice cool air coming in, and mm-hmm. it's so beautiful. And you know, we have a heat wave coming, so that's going to end. Which yeah. I hope it. I hope that just has an end date on it because it's April. I'm not ready for summer yet. I'm really yeah. not. Yeah, for well, for, for the the chart that I saw says it's going to peak and then start heading right back down. So, but that's typical, you know. We'll get a really hot day, and then a couple weeks later we'll have two hot days, and next thing you know, it's August and they're all hot days. I you know, know, it just inches its way in and then inches its way out. This um, the the first day that hits the nineties in twenty thirteen. It happened in February. Oh, um, and it's happened as late as July. Uh, in the last, I, the, I saw a chart showing the last eight years, uh, and it's happened in June and July. But it's usually, usually, late March, early April ish, somewhere in there. So we're kind of on target. Mm. <laughs> yeah. Bah humbug. Yeah. You know. I'm with you. <laughs> yeah. So it's supposed to be Friday when it's uh, it's in the mid 90s, and then uh, Saturday also, and then heading back down but still in the 80s so yeah you know and the rest of the country i'm sure it'd be like yay but i'm like nah. <laughs> yeah uh, well and you know into the 80s i can live with into the 90s i'm not ready for that no i just don't want that yet oh you you uh got far away oh i'm sorry there you are i i enjoy the um the cool evenings and like you said opening up the house is nice and and you can't do that when it's 90 degrees although um even when it's doing that it's going to be into the the mid to low 60s in the evenings which isn't as cool as it has been but it's you know over 30 degrees cooler than it is during the day yep so um you know there's an opportunity to as the as it starts to cool back off to uh to um cool the house down a little bit so i'm looking at uh dark sky weather online right now and they're saying that friday will be 93 saturday will be 94 then it starts starts going back down a little bit um but it's not it's not going to like go straight up like a mountain and straight back down like a mountain it's gonna 
be a little bit more plateaued than that. So we'll have some warm days at least through Tuesday of next week, maybe not all the way up into the 90s. Although that's, I'm saying that, that's here. Corona's weather is usually three to four degrees, uh, sometimes more than that, cooler than it is over in San Bernardino. And one side of the valley is always cooler than the other. Yep. So, on to more uh, to more disappointing news. Um, <laughs> Let's talk about food. <laughs> no, n- <laughs> that's funny. Not yet. Um, o- oil futures have have dropped below zero for the first time ever. Yeah, that's bizarre. Ever. The- yeah, and people go like, "Well, how can it be below zero? There's a holding cost. They have to pay to store that stuff." They do. Yeah, they and do. So- it costs them to store it, and it's now costing them more to make oil than it's worth. So, uh, yeah. They make oil to pump it out of the ground. Pump it out of the ground, refine it, transport it, all of that. So, which probably means it won't be coming out of the ground. Um, you know, if, if they're just going to use what they have. Um, it's my understanding that the president purchased, you know, uh, millions of gallons for, or maybe billions of gallons, I'm not sure, to the uh, – to, to put in the strategic uh, reserve for the country, um, <clears throat> which was smart. I mean, it's good that he did that. Yeah, do it while it's cheap. Exactly. Buy low, sell high. Exactly. Oil futures plunged below zero Monday for the first time as demand for energy collapsed amid the coronavirus pandemic. The plunge led to a drop in stocks, too. The Dow, the Dow fell 592 points, or 2.4%. S&P uh, fell 51 points, which is 1.7%. The NASDAQ fell 89 points, uh, which is 1%. But the market's most dramatic action was by far in oil, where benchmark U.S. crude for May deliver, delivery plummeted <clears throat> excuse me, to negative $35.20 per barrel, at uh, 2.30 p.m. Eastern. Uh, it was nearly $60 at the start of the year. Uh, much of the drop into negative territory was chalked up to technical reasons. Uh, the May delivery contract is close to expiring, so it was seeing less trading volume, which can exacerbate swings. But pricing, uh, prices for deliveries even further into the future, which were seeing larger trader volu- trading volumes, also plunged. Um, <clears throat> because people aren't driving, the demand for oil has collapsed. Yeah. Uh, so much that, facil- that facilities for storing crude are nearly full. Tanks could hit their limit within three weeks. Um, the benchmark U.S. crude oil for June delivery, uh, which shows a more normal price, fell 14.8% um, mm-hmm. to $21.32 a barrel as factories and automobiles around the world remain idled. Big oil producers have announced cutbacks in production in hopes of better balancing supplies with demand, but many analysts say it's not enough. Basically, bears are out for blood, so it's a bear market, mm-hmm. not a bull market. Um, and yet, in California, when you go to put gas in your car, it's still $3 a gallon at some stations. Yeah, it is. It's crazy. The cheapest in Corona, according to Gas Buddy, my little app that I use, was like 264 and you had to drive around to get it. It wasn't close to my house. Most <laughs> of the stations were still over $3. Crazy, right? Yeah. Well, they can't uh, give the stuff away, and we're paying $3 a gallon. Yeah, because, well, they can. You know, what else are you going to do? So, um, uh, Ocasio-Cortez, is, you know, uh, AOC, Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez, is Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez, uh, is celebrating American oil job losses. She says you absolutely love to see it. 
What an evil woman. Yeah, you have to say Alexandria like diarrhea. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> she, uh, she, what an evil woman. She, she's a, she's an, a socialist. We all know that. She's a socialist. And she cheered the news that oil feature, futures plunge below zero. Um, and so she sent out a tweet. Um, uh, you know, you absolutely love to see it. This, along with record low interest rates, means that it's the right time for a worker-led mass investment in green infrastructure to save our planet cough. I don't know why she coughed, but she put cough in her tweet. Hmm. So, um, yeah, you're cheering people losing their jobs. You're cheering people. And let's be honest. It's, it's, how are the, how's it going to be a worker led investment when workers aren't working? Except they don't have any money. I mean, I, I don't understand this at all. Why she's supposed to be in a position to help fix the problem. And she's not only not fixing it, she thinks it's a good thing that people have lost their jobs. And is she so stupid that she doesn't realize all of the products that are made from petroleum? I, all plastics, like does she not want gloves and, and all? Think about if you take plastics out of the supermarkets and you get rid of all of those. Okay, let's set that aside. But all the stuff that's used in hospitals, all those single-use mm. items that are necessary in hospitals so that they don't... All those trans- face masks? All their, not t- not the, the ones that cover your mouth, but the plastic shield, the face shields. Yes, that, that, that are, yes, so that we don't transmit diseases from one patient to another. Um, you know, those single-use items, they're all made out of plastic. Yeah. I just, I, I'm just gobsmacked. It seems like there's, you know, a certain brand of politician, and she's one of them, that's cheering the economic collapse of the United States. What in the blank is wrong with you? Yeah, well, not just the economic of the United States, but, I mean, this is global. It's hitting everywhere. It is. Well, but they, they're U.S. politicians. But so, yeah. So yeah. I, I'm, just, I, I'm just gobsmacked by it. Um, I'm gobsmacked by it. So somebody yeah. needs to run against that woman, you know, whose claim to fame is that she was a bartender. And I swear, if I went to Boston University, not Boston College, Boston University, that's where she went, and I had a degree in economics, I'd want my money back because she doesn't know bubkis about economics. She does not understand it. The girl is a total dingbat. Yeah. So, with that, it's time for a break. I'm Erin Brinker. And I'm Todd Brinker. And we are on the brink, the morning show on KCAA. We'll be right back. From the Bureau of Economic Geology, this is Earth Date. In 1911, Robert Scott and Rule Amundsen led expeditions to Antarctica, both hoping to be the first to the South Pole. Amundsen's crew left 20 days before Scott using sled dogs. Scott's team took a different route using motorized snow tractors hoping to speed their passage. After 77 days, Scott and his men finally reached the pole, only to find that Amundsen had beat them to it. With great disappointment, they turned back to their ship when disaster struck. The temperature plummeted as the Antarctic winter arrived early. In their journals, they recorded temperatures below negative 40 degrees Fahrenheit. Weather kept their base team from provisioning their return depots. Out of fuel, they had to pull sleds with their tents and gear. In the extreme cold, the ice was no longer slippery. We talked about this in a previous Earth date. A layer of water less than one billionth of a meter thick occurs on the surface of ice down to negative 36 degrees. Below that, The water molecules become pinned to the ice and they no longer slip. 
This meant that Scott's sleds no longer slid, slowing their progress and doubling their exposure to the severe cold. One by one, the men got frostbite and could no longer travel. Out of options, they made their last camp, wrote farewell letters, and waited for the end. A trip cut tragically short by the not-so-slippery properties of ice. I'm Scott Tinker. EarthDate is produced by the Bureau of Economic Geology at the University of Texas at Austin, with support from Schlumberger, helping oil and gas companies increase production and efficiency while lowering environmental impact. You can hear more EarthDate stories at earthdate.org. Listen up, folks. Work injuries can be devastating and life-changing. If you were injured at work, you probably have a lot of questions. I'm attorney Daniel Rudbari, and I represent injured workers. Call me for your free consultation at 800-325-1454. I'll answer your questions and advise you on how to protect your right to make sure you get the workers' compensation benefits you may be entitled to. 800-325-1454. 800-325-1454. In the Inland Empire, you know how much it means to have neighbors you can count on. Like the Cookout Kings who invite you over every weekend for Burger Palooza. Well, here's another good neighbor you can count on, State Farm Agent Joe Amlani. He and his team are here to help life go right when you combine your home and auto insurance, which can save you money and time. So combine home and auto and start the savings rolling. Call State Farm Agent Joe Amlani, 909-894-4619 today. Do you have a debt problem? Are you being sued for an unpaid debt? Is your paycheck being garnished or your bank account emptied out? Do you feel like you're running out of options? The Fullman Firm is your friendly local law firm next door and has helped thousands of people just like you. Give us a call at 833-FULLMAN and see if we can help you too. It's a free confidential consultation. You have nothing to lose. For debts above $7,000, give us a call at 833-FULLMAN or check out FullmanFirm.com. That's 833-F-U-L-L-M-A-N. The Fullman Firm. Let our lawyers get you on the path to financial freedom. The proceeding is not intended as a guarantee or estimate of the outcome of your case. Every case is unique and past results are not indicators of the success of your case. Take control of your financial future and call 833-FULMAN or visit FULMANFIRM.COM now. At Southern California Edison, we take pride in our role as an essential service provider, working 24-7 to ensure that our 15 million customers have power. Still, there will be outages, so our crews can do the critical work necessary to protect public safety and reduce the risk of wildfires. If you experience an outage, we will make every effort to minimize the impact. Thank you for helping keep our communities safe. Learn more at SCE.com. K-C-A-A.
Welcome back. I'm Erin Brinker. And I'm Todd Brinker. And we are on The Brink, the morning show on KCAA, AM 1050, FM 106.5 and FM 102.3. Further evidence that our economy is not doing so great. Short sellers are aggressively betting against the market. Uh, they think the stocks are in for another, are in for another big fall, which is yeah. not, not happy news at all. Um, they were down on Monday morning. Hang on just a second. I got to sneeze. Yeah, I've realized that people who are making moves like that, short sellers, these these people are, are while tr- very often, um, you know, people who study the stock market, they're making bets. They're gambling that this is going to happen. That's their belief is that it's going to happen. You know, it's not necessarily a predictor of it, but if enough people start doing it, they can make things happen, right? Yes. So, um, uh Yes, that's exactly true. Um, the short sellers are betting against the market more aggressively than they have in years. Uh, one key measure bets against the SPDR S&P 500 Trust, the biggest exchange traded fund tracking the broad index, rose to 68.1 billion last week, the highest level in data going back to January 2016. Uh, that figure was uh, 41.7 billion in January. And at $41.2 billion one year ago, uh, we've really seen a significant bounce back in the last three weeks at a level that I think that that I think are too quick. And that's a quote from Jerry Brackman of the First American Trust. Um, he so he says that that uh, that we bounce back too quickly. So he believes that, that it's a bubble and that it will pop and that it will drop again. Um, A separate analysis in um, the Wall Street Journal digs into investor psychology these days. First came the huge sell-off, but then stocks rebounded when the worst-case scenarios began to look more unlikely. Investors began tracking epidemiological data instead of the usual financial numbers. Um, That's understandable, but the danger is that the investors are translating less bad incremental news into a much faster economic rebound later this year. uh, perhaps prematurely. Yes, the worst case scenarios seem to be disappearing, but the big picture, a massive negative shock to the national income, um, that is still with us. And so they are, uh, they are thinking that it's going to get worse before it gets better. And my opinion is that you need to get people back to work. You just mm-hmm. need to get people back to work. Um, you know, and, and I, you look to countries, and, and, and here's the thing. It's not that I think that that maybe some people did, but I don't believe that the majority of people had ill intent by locking everything down. They felt like they were doing the right thing given the data they had at the time. But now we are, are um, you know, we have examples from various different countries and how they've managed this pro- process. And, you know, Sweden has remained open and they're fine. Um, they have cases, but it's manageable. Um, other countries have locked down. Um, Italy locked down and they got theirs under control. And so, you know, I... I I think that you got to let people be adults, and um, the idea of flattening the curve, which is the reason why we locked down, was not that people wouldn't ever get it ever, because then we'd have to be locked in our homes indefinitely. Um, it was that we, we didn't overwhelm our systems, and we've talked about this. We didn't overwhelm our systems right, um, right at first, so that we could we could ramp up, we could get the supplies that we need, we could prepare. Well, that that means that people will still get it. It's just going to be in a manner that. Our medical systems can still, you know, manage it and still take care of people and are not having to let some people die while others live. But in the meantime, people can't be starving to death. We need to get out there and work. Yeah, there, there's a the sort of a, 
a false idea that maybe this was somehow going to prevent people from getting it. No, the same number of people were going to get it either way. It was just we were going to spread out the infections over a period of time so that our hospitals could handle it as, as people came in. And, uh, you know, and we've, we've successfully done that for the most part. Um, what we don't know is whether there'll be a rebound and whether there will be another spike in, in the infections as we go forward. Um, but we've got to manage that at some point, you know, shutting down the entire country is not sustainable. It is not. Um, you know, I'm, I, I think we will, you know, look to states that are going to be opening up. There's some that are opening up already. Um, right. You know, uh, and some that never really shut down. Like, I don't know that that in Texas, for example, they ever really did shut down. Um, so they, you know, it's business as usual in the Lone Star State. Of course, in the not in the Permian Basin because their business is oil. But, um, you know... In California, we shut down, and it's it's hurting people, people who own small businesses. And, and it's not that they didn't plan. Nobody plans to be completely shut down for, what is it, six weeks? We're going to be heading into two months here soon, you yeah. know? Um, so it was shut down, what, the second or third week in March, and we are now in the third week in April, so that's a month. And, uh, you know, it's it's they've not said that it's going to be lifting anytime soon. So our economy cannot handle that. Mm-hmm. So. Yeah, no, it's um, yeah, it, it's definitely been a the kind of thing that I think that you know years from now people remember the great shutdown. Oh, absolutely. You know, absolutely. As, assuming that we don't have some other type of thing that hits us and we try to do this again, um, but we certainly couldn't sustain too many hits like that. The reality, you know, and it's not just us. I mean, it's worldwide. Yeah, it, it is. And again, I'm not faulting those who made the decision to su- shut down. I'm not making the case that this was a hoax. I know that there are people out there who have, and I think I'm, I'm not one of them. Yeah. But I'm saying is, you know, the whole idea, like I like we talked about, uh, flattening the curve was to spread out the, the time for which everybody would, would come into contact with the virus. Now, there are some who are saying um, that that this has been in our country for a lot longer. One article yesterday said that um, uh, that it that people are now starting to think that it's been in the United States since at least September. Now, I don't know that that's true, that it's been here since September, but I certainly think it's been here since late fall mm-hmm. um, um, 2019. You know, I, I, yeah. I... Well, and, you know, 30 days this way or that, who knows? I mean, you know, the first few people could have been in last July for all we know. And, and, you know, it takes a while for that stuff to ramp up. But, you know, in terms of getting one person gets two people infected or three people infected, depending on what the R not is of the, of the, you know, infection. And so, um, but that's irrelevant really, you know, it is, but it isn't. No, it's not because, um, you know, if, if it was in the country earlier, um, then it's less scary, right? Because it means that people were coming to contact with it, but it still wasn't overwhelming our system. Um, with the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on ChumbaCasino.com. I looked over at the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? 
they're also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's ChumbaCasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Um, you know, it was it was taught to be the flu. And if you are thought to be the flu, rather, and and I have to say, you know, I, I've said it before, I was dog sick, felt like I was drowning, high fever. I was sick as a dog in December and, mm-hmm. um, uh, and muddled through and I thought I just have a virus. And I didn't go to the doctor because, you know, when you go to the doctor, I mean, I have Kaiser and whenever I've gone in for a virus, they tell me there's not much we can do. You have a virus, um, you know, use your inhaler. Uh, sleep, take your over-the-counter medications, drink mm-hmm. lots of clear fluids, and let this thing run its course. And so I'm certain that that's just what a lot of people did. And we had deaths from the flu, lots of deaths from the flu. This was a bad flu year. So how many of those flu, and I'm using air quotes, um, deaths mm-hmm. were actually COVID-19? We don't know. Yeah. Yeah. You know, and and, and despite the ongoing uh, you know issues with COVID, there's still flu floating around out there which people die of every year yes so um you know and the symptoms are very similar and although testing has gotten much better it's not perfect so it's true so it's time for it be mistaken for the other easily easily so it's time for a break i'm aaron brinker and i'm todd brinker and we are on the brink the morning show on kcaa we'll be right back KCAA Loma Linda, 1050 AM, K292FQ Riverside, and K293CF Moreno Valley. NBC News Radio, I'm Michael Kastner. The first findings from Los Angeles County's coronavirus antibody tests are out, and they estimate hundreds of thousands may have caught it already. Research from the University of Southern California and the County Department of Public Health says nearly half a million people could have been contagious already and just don't know it because they had no symptoms. It shows that L.A. County possibly has far more cases than thought, meaning a lower mortality rate than thought, but it also means more people can spread it. President Trump took to Twitter last night to announce that he is suspending immigration into the U.S. amid the coronavirus outbreak. NBC's Tracy Potts has the details. President Trump says he'll sign an executive order, officials say early this week, to temporarily suspend immigration into the United States to protect jobs and Americans from the coronavirus. Trump had previously suspended travel from China and Europe into the U.S. New York Governor Andrew Cuomo is headed to the White House today to meet with President Trump to discuss ways to beat back COVID-19 and reopen the country. Noam Layden has more. The president making the announcement at his daily White House coronavirus briefing. They're getting it together in New York. A lot of good things are happening in New York. Andrew is going to be uh, coming in with some of his people. So we look forward to that. The governor and the president have exchanged several words publicly since the virus began, neither holding back any criticism. But at moments, each has shared praise for the other's work. New York accounts for roughly one third of all coronavirus cases across the United States. No one late in NBC News Radio, New York. North Korean leader Kim Jong-un's health may be in grave danger. CNN reports the U.S. is looking at the possibility that Kim recently underwent surgery and now his situation is dire. He last appeared in public on April 11th. Michael Kastner, NBC News Radio. 
it's time to take a look at our roadways. I'm Erin Brinker. Uh, the only auto accident we have on the board right now is in Lake Elsinore on the 15 southbound at Lake Street. One stalled vehicle is partially blocking the off-ramp. This has been your traffic report. Drive carefully, everyone. I'm Erin Brinker, and this is KCAA. From the KCAA Weather Center, I'm Amp Harrell for this morning. Mostly sunny in 74, winds gusting to 20 miles an hour, still breezy tonight, mostly clear in 55. Tomorrow, sunny and clear, high of 88, low around 58, winds gusting all day and all night, around 20 miles an hour. Sunny and clear for Thursday, 89 and 63, sunny and 93 Friday and Saturday. I'm Amp Harrell, broadcasting live from the Tri-City Center at the 10 and 210 freeways. We are the trifecta of talk in Southern California. KCAA 102.3 FM Riverside, 106.5 FM Redlands, and the Legacy 1050 AM Loma Linda San Bernardino. La Lama Chiropractic reminds listeners that bullying has reached an all-time high. This epidemic is leading our youth towards drug abuse, delinquency, homicide, and suicide. Bullying can't and shouldn't be ignored. Parents, as the school year begins, get more involved in our effort. Let your kids know that you're there and you care. That's courtesy of your good friends at Lalama Chiropractic in San Bernardino and Fontana. Call 909-884-6677 for personalized attention and proven results. Lalama Chiropractic is on the air because they care about the families in our area. Broadcasting more local radio programs than any other station in California, we are KCAA. Welcome back. I'm Erin Brinker. And I'm Todd Brinker. And we are on the brink. The morning show on KCAA AM 1050 FM 106.5 and FM 102.3. So excited to welcome to the show the always chipper and effervescent Michelle Harris from Alive and Well TV. She joins us a couple of times a month to talk about lifestyle and health and wellness and popular culture and all things happy and positive. Michelle Harris, welcome to the show. Thank you. Good morning. Good morning. And, and I'm really happy because I'm in my office and I've got a bunny sitting next to me. <laughs> I know. Okay, so tell us about the bunny. What color is he or she? Uh, she uh, her name is Jenny and she's white with blue eyes. And she is um, begging for treats even though I just gave her one. <laughs> so anyhow, and that's a perfect way, I think, uh, a great symbol uh, for our topic today, which is, I know everyone's kind of forgotten about it this year, but tomorrow's Earth Day. So I had totally forgotten about it, totally, completely forgotten about it. So are you yes, are yes, you doing anything? Well, since we're not going out currently, you know, we're not really doing anything except for what we need to do all the time is remind people that there's still things that you can do for Earth Day without going out just in our normal lives, which is a big part of Earth Day. And what's been amazing to me is when everyone's been forced to, to be in their homes. And of course, I have freeway envy because I'm seeing on the morning news report that it takes uh, 15 minutes to get from the 605 to the 110. I just sit there with my mouth. Wow. <laughs> and I know it's like, oh man, I wish I could drive over there, you know, because the freeway times are so fast. 
But one of the biggest problems, as you know, here in Southern California and so many places is air pollution. And now they say in much of the world, in big cities, air pollution's gone down anywhere from 20 to 50 percent. You can even just see, I don't see the same normal brown layer of schmutz that I normally see when I'm driving around. So one of the things we can think is, because for me, I'm all about, wow, I want it to stay like this and get better. And air pollution, it not only looks bad, but it really causes a huge increase in our levels of heart disease, asthma, respiratory diseases, which, of course, isn't great with what's going on right now because it makes you more likely to have a pre-existing condition. Uh, so, you know, lowering air pollution helps us all because it's so, so bad for us, too, besides that we live in this beautiful place and it usually makes it look just really nasty, but it's so, so much better for overall health. And with that being said, it's hard because we also live in a place that's spread out and we have to drive a lot of places. So when you're thinking about buying your next car, buy something that's very fuel efficient. I drive a Prius, which I love. I think it's the best car ever. It saves me not only a ton of money on gas, but I shouldn't put this out there because I don't want to change it. But my car never breaks down and it has 180,000 miles on it. So my, I, my daughter has my 2008 Prius. It has uh, uh, roughly, I don't remember exactly, 250,000 miles on it. And it's still chugging. If you take care is, of it, it will I take care do. of you. It is the best car ever, but I really feel good about driving it. That's a good thing and now they're making so many cars in a hybrid version so we we see what getting some vehicles off the road does now that said you know somehow if we had the ability to use more mass transit which i realize because we are spread out it's more challenging here than other cities if you can try but the freeway just goes so much better and really it takes so much off of all of our lives because we have to drive so far you know i have myself when I'm normally going to the office, like a three-hour commute a lot of days. Oh, my gosh. That wouldn't be That's that. That's insane. Even when I lived, like, when I lived in the valley, if I was just going over the hill, it'd take an hour. And that's a drive that takes, oh, I don't know, five miles. <laughs> oh, wow. So we have a real congestion issue. I wish I was a person who knew how to solve it, but I do know if we drive vehicles that are more fuel-efficient, that will help our air quality. And, and for people who can start taking more mass transit and also you know one of the great things we can do too is to plant more trees it not only makes things you know aesthetically pleasing but they're nature's air filters and we want to keep that in mind and so planting trees and for the quality of our indoor air at home having a lot of house plants they clean our air too i do have air filters in my home but plants are a, a natural air filter so just bring that greenery in Plant any trees you can. There are programs where you can get trees for free, native trees that you won't need to water. So that's my recommendation is there's, there's so many programs, and even I think the city will, obviously not at this very minute, but it is a good time to plant a tree if you're home. That yeah. is one of, you know, if you're looking for something to do, doing things out in the yard. But it gives your house, you know, I love having trees. Because it just looks so pretty. It does. And when you drive to areas, especially that have older trees, 
it's like, wow, this is beautiful. So for a tree to get older, it has to be planted at some you know, point, and it'll help to clean the air. And then also, you and I are both plant-based now, and believe it or not, even more so than than vehicles, the number one cause of causing climate change um, is meat production. For To produce one pound of meat, it takes 2,400 gallons of water. Wow. I know. And in order to get a pound of wheat, 25 gallons. So you can see that that's a huge difference in amount of resources used. Um, and in addition to uh, the reason why, one of the reasons that this is such a contributing factor is it does require so many more resources than a plant-based diet does, um, but also because of uh, methane. <laughs> I'm being polite here. <laughs> well, you know, cows are flatulent. They really are. <laughs> yes, yes, it's not their fault. You'd think having a diet of supposed vegetables um, would be, you know, I know sometimes they feed the cows kind of whatever, but um, yes, so that really helps in terms of climate change. And, you know, with everything that's going on, uh, as you know, the wet markets are right now what we believe to be the cause of the COVID. Let's get them shut down. Did you know we have those here in the U.S.? Really? Now, I know that you can buy fish live. Um, um, So I, I know that that's possible. You know, you go pick out the lobster that you want. But I didn't know that they had that for other... Not to the same level, but they do have those kind of, of markets. And, um, and in general, I don't know that the way we have our current meat production is probably the most sanitary thing in the world anyhow. So, you know, anytime you can go more plant-based, and, and it helps you physically. It just helps you physically. I know you were chugging away, losing weight. Congratulations. Thank Although, you. It's probably, has it gotten a little bit more difficult? Yeah, I gained, been- a, I gained about five pounds back, but I've refocused this week. And, uh, you know, just because I was, you know, junk food is junk food, whether it's vegan or not. And exactly. I, and it's, I was eating junk food. <laughs> so I've, I've refocused. I've actually signed up for a, over the course of a month, um, I'm going to be uh, doing uh, 50 miles, like walking 50 miles over the course of a month. So it's a little less than two miles a day. Um, and I've signed up for a race to hold myself accountable. And um, yeah, so get back on track. Congratulations. That's awesome. And uh, yeah, and that's basically what I've been doing since no gyms. Uh, and, and, you know, honestly, it's going to take a little while before people feel comfortable getting back with, with the gyms. I've had, I go to uh, a female gym, unfortunately, transitioned to a co-ed gym. And I will just say this, the men are not as clean about the things in the gym as the ladies are. So, <laughs> no. So I'm, I'm going out based for a little while, yes. No, men don't take that little bottle and clean up after themselves so well. <laughs> you know, I, I guess it's not their thing because most of them don't do it at home either, right? <laughs> so they didn't carry it over with them to the gym. But anyhow, so that's, you know, keeping it up with the abs, uh, with the abs rather, and walking like you're saying. And, you know, it's one thing we can do is get out in an unpopulated area and just walk around or walk around our neighborhoods, and I've been doing that, and just doing small weights at homes and things like that and staying healthy. But overall, you know, with Earth Day 
it, try and do what you can to take mass transit, drive a you know, fuel-efficient car. When next time you're getting a car, think about that before you purchase a vehicle. And incorporate more plant-based foods into your diet. And you're just doing those simple things. You're doing so much for the planet. And then just remembering to recycle and you know, try not to use single-use plastics. And it's extremely, extremely wasteful. When I see people, when at the beginning they were hoarding water bottles, and I'm like, oh, my gosh, are people really drinking that many, you know, one single-serving plastic bottles of water? Yes. Even when I travel, I use a reusable bottle as much as possible. So and a lot of places have filling stations, right, right, where you can, you can, you know, I know that sounds like, like, like gasoline, but, right. you know, where you can put your water bottle in, and it'll put filtered water, cold filtered water in your water bottle. You know. Exactly. And I'll even, if I'm going into to buy food somewhere and I'm running low on water, I'll ask them, you know, if you're getting takeout in a restaurant, they'll refill your water bottle. Oh, that's nice. If you're not nice. purchasing a beverage, I'll say, would you mind refilling this? And I unscrew the cap and I give it to them. They always do. So I can always find water, you know, 90% of the time. But it's, you really don't use single-use uh, single-use bottles of water, and we even just, someone sent us a PR company just to try. Normally, we don't even do this because um, we have a water filtration system, but it was a this great water filter, and it, it gives you tester about how much particulates in your water, and there was a lot in our water, not in the water that we have delivered, but in our tap water that even is filtered. We, we tend to not drink because we didn't like the taste, but it totally got all the taste out of the water. It's amazing. It's just this little filter that's not that expensive to buy. And, you know, we like it at room temperature. You can stick it in your fridge, whatever. It's just one of those pitchers, but it got out every bit of particulate out of our water when you tested it. And we tested other waters just to make sure the tester worked and it did. Oh, that's awesome. That's awesome. So, so yes, yeah, so there's a lot of really easy, great things you can do that... Usually, if it's good for the earth, it's good for you, too. That's what I find. Like, who likes pollution? No one. No one says, hey, I love pollution. Yeah. Give me some <laughs> of that pollution in my water. Uh, yeah. yeah, or my air. Like, I want to breathe some of that nasty air and get asthma or have trouble breathing or stuff like that, you know. So, so it's something that we can all do and just make everything a better place. So just think about it. And I love when they're showing those videos and the animals coming out and everything, I know that's not going to last, but it's, that's been one fun thing to see. Have you seen any more wildlife where you are? Uh, no, but we always have seen, um, you know, like gophers and, and uh, coyotes and a few things like that, but nothing more than that. Um, but we are out of time, so how do people find you and follow you and watch Alive and Well TV? Well, you can go to our website, aliveandwell.tv, to follow us on social media. We are syndicated nationwide, so just check your local listings. And locally, we're on KVVB. Michelle Harris, it's always a delight to have you on the show. Thank you so much for joining us today, and stay healthy. Thank you, and happy Earth Day tomorrow. Uh, Happy Earth Day to you. All right, so it's time for a break. I'm Erin Brinker. And I'm Todd Brinker. And we are on the Brink, the morning show on KCAA. We'll be right back. With 60 years of fascinating facts, this is the man from yesterday. And back in time we go to this time in 1982. Apparently Tommy Two-Tone's new hit tune, 8675309, is ringing up problems for those with the same phone number in Cleveland, A lady called a radio station to ask why hundreds of total strangers have been calling her asking for Jenny.
And from this time in 1959, ABC TV says it's going to air a new cartoon called Rocky and His Friends with Bullwinkle the Moose. It begins this fall. It'll air late afternoons on ABC TV. We're going to have a lot of fun. Come on and join us. Sure. There's always room for one more. And from around this time in 1971, Andy Griffith's new show is a dud. It's only been on CBS since January here in 1971, and it'll be canceled by the end of May. The new Andy Griffith Show, brought to you by Excedrin PM. With more at manfromyesterday.com. Tired of paying outrageous prices for Viagra? Well, we have great news for you. Now you can finally get Viagra at huge discounts. Healthy Man allows you to save up to $500 on Viagra. Why pay U.S. pharmacy prices of $15 per pill or more when you can get Viagra for less than $3 a pill? Call today and get 40 Viagra pills for only $99. This can cost as much as $600 at your local pharmacy. You can't afford not to call us if you want Viagra at the lowest prices. Never pay $15 a pill pharmacy prices again. Get Viagra for less than $3 a pill. Call 800-357-1583 today to save up to $500 and get 40 pills for just $99. Healthy Man is fast, easy, and affordable. Operators are waiting at 800-357-1583 to take your call now. Call 800-357-1583. That's 800-357-1583. Again, 800-357-1583. For several years, KCAA has been marketing the Longevity brand of nutritional and personal care products. Our experience with Longevity has been 100% positive, so we are pleased to recommend them to you. Regarding nutritional supplements, we recommend Pollen Burst in the berry flavor and Tangy Tangerine 2.0 in the tablet form. For regularity issues, we recommend 3-Day Cleanse, and for personal care, we recommend Morning Hydration Cream. You can shop online for Longevity at www.kcaateam.com or you can order by phone by calling 800-982-3197 and tell customer support that you are part of the KCAA team. Longevity is an American company based in San Diego. Call Longevity at 800-982-3197 and ask about monthly auto ship that allows you to buy Longevity products at wholesale prices. That number again, 800-982-3197. KCAA Radio has openings for one-hour talk shows. If you want to host a radio show, now is the time. Make KCAA your flagship station. Our rates are affordable and our services are second to none. We broadcast on three terrestrial frequencies to a population of 5 million people. Plus, we stream and podcast on all major online audio and video systems. If you've been thinking about broadcasting a weekly radio program on Real Radio plus the Internet, contact our CEO at 281-599-9800. 281-599-9800. You can Skype your show from your home to our Redlands, California studio where our live producers and engineers are ready to work with you personally. A radio program on KCAA is the perfect work from home avocation in these stressful times. Just type kcaaradio.com into your browser to learn more about hosting a show on the best station in the nation or call our CEO for details. 281-599-9800. We can't be everything to everyone, or can we? The station that leaves no listener behind, KCAA.
Welcome back. I'm Erin Brinker. And I'm Todd Brinker. And we are on the Brink, the morning show on KCAA, AM 1050, FM 106.5 and FM 102.3. So we need to talk about a little sports ball. Not that much is happening right now, but some <laughs> things are. Well, Thursday is the NFL draft, so um, there's lots of speculation as to what's going to happen there and who's going to go when and which, you know, if you have a favorite team, you're pulling for them to get somebody strong. This draft has has three quarterback prospects that are big names and then a bunch of receivers. So uh, if your team has a good quarterback and you're looking for receivers, this could be a good draft. As a Packers fan, I'm very much looking forward to that, so let's hope the Packers uh, can pull a... Uh, hat out of a rabbit here and get that one done. Also something interesting, you know, Tom Brady left the Patriots this year. Yes. And for the first time in 20 years, that predates his beginning to play with the Patriots, for the first time in 20 years, they're redesigning their uniforms. Oh. He thinks, he thinks that is not a, uh, a, a coincidence. I think <laughs> my guess is, is they're saying, time to start anew. So we're going to look different. We're going to play different. <laughs> Do you think there's any bitterness with Tom Brady leaving? Um, I don't think there's a ton with the owner. I think they left on good terms. I think with the coach, there is quite a bit. I think that uh, he and Bill Belichick uh, did not see eye to eye. Bill Belichick is also the general manager of the team. And Bill Belichick was looking to move on from Tom Brady a couple of years ago, knowing that he his getting older and that his play would probably decline. And Tom Brady got wind of that and went around him to the owner. And the owner said, no, you can't trade Tom. We're going to keep him. And so they ended up trading um, the guy who, who the GM had kind of handpicked to be his replacement to uh, San Francisco, who was in the Super Bowl last year. They oh, lost, but, yeah. but Jimmy Garoppolo was in the Super Bowl. And so, yeah, since that time, I think it's not for anybody who's paying attention, uh, shouldn't be surprised that. Tom Brady said, I don't want to be here and play with Bill Belichick anymore. I'm going to finish up somewhere else and show people that all the success hasn't been him. It's been me. And, of course, Belichick is going, yeah, whatever. <laughs> I'll do my thing. So, hmm, you know, it's probably both of them, and it's probably all the other people, and it's probably, yeah. you know, a culture on the team. Um, Sometimes that's it's two sad. together. It's sometimes it's two together, you yeah. know. Um, Sunday night they started the uh, series, um, the Last Dance, which is a ten-part series. I don't know why they say ten-part because we're airing two parts every Sunday, so it's only going to be five weeks. But uh, the Last Dance is the last season of um, that Michael Jordan played with the Bulls, their last championship run with Phil Jackson. And same thing happened there. The GM of the team told Phil Jackson at the beginning of the year, I don't care if you win all 85 games, this is your last season here, we're not going to keep you. you know. And so Phil Jackson basically went to the team and said, okay, this is the last dance, guys. And Michael Jordan said, if you fire Phil, I quit. And, you know, I mean, who does that, right? You've got the, the, the winningest coach. at the, You know, he wasn't the winningest coach in history, but he's the winningest active coach in the league. And... Uh, and the best player in the world, and they're both saying they're going to leave if you fire one of them, and the GM says, I'm firing one of them. Wow. <laughs> and the owner, owner didn't step in and stop them. So. Wow. Yeah. Oh, well, and, who, and who's paid attention to the Bulls since then? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, and, you know, the other thing that's amazing is, is, you know, you learn a little bit about the ins and outs of the team over the course of the season. Apparently, Scottie Pippen had gotten injured at the beginning of the season, and he said he didn't want to come back and wanted to be traded. Uh, mostly because he was on a bad contract 
You know, he was the number two guy on their team, and many people thought he was the second or third best player in the league uh, behind Michael, and which made them such a strong one-two punch. And yet he was the sixth highest paid guy on his own team. He was like the hundredth highest play, paid guy in the league. Oh, wow. I mean, Michael was making $30 million, He was making like $2.6 million. Oh, that is a bad contract. Holy, yeah. yeah. And so Scottie Pippen was like, I don't want to play here anymore. Trade me. You know, so, I mean, there was a lot of uh, stuff going on that last season. It's very interesting. It's just, just for the human drama and the interaction. Well, you like real life stuff. And this was all filmed at the beginning of the year. Um, they cut a deal to let them film the last year. So there's all kinds of behind the scenes video and stuff of what's going on. You wanted to say something? Oh, yeah. I was going to say they should do that for the Dallas Cowboys. Why did Jerry Jones fire Jimmy Johnson? Yeah. That made no sense. Here, you've won too many Super Bowls. I'm on, I'm going to fire you. Yeah, I didn't understand that at all. You're getting too much attention. I'm not getting enough attention. Exactly. So I'm fire my winning coach. Exactly, you know? which is And so he hired insane. somebody else who coasted through one season. Yes. You know, Barry Switzer got an, a Super Bowl championship and not that he's a bad coach, but that team had been built and put together by uh Jimmy Johnson. Yes. You know. I, it just made no sense. And who's paid attention to the Cowboys since then? Well, everybody who likes a good laugh. <laughs> <laughs> Or a good cry. <laughs> yeah, I know. You're, you're, hey, did you watch the One World Together at Home thing? I know we're running out of time here, but did you watch that at all? I did not. So they had eight hours of video from all over the world, two hours of it played in the U.S. simultaneously on ABC, NBC, and CBS, which is pretty amazing. Um, they raised uh, like over a billion dollars for um, uh, the first-line uh, workers in the COVID fight. That's and, good. That's yeah, awesome. Good for them. To them. Yeah, Charlie Watts stole the show by air drumming. <laughs> right on. All right, we have to go. We're at the end of the show for today. I'm Aaron Brinker. And I'm Todd Brinker. And we'll see you tomorrow. People shuffling their feet. People sleeping in their shoes. KCAA Loma Linda, 1050 AM, 106.5 FM, and now 102.3 FM.